three, two, one, R E L A X. Relax. Hello and welcome to Blur's Madness, the first, best, and only podcast about all things Loyola Ramblers basketball. I am your host, Michael James Lauer, aka the phenomenal MJ Lauer, and I'm joined here with uh, my three co-hosts via Skype. First off the bat, Jimmy Amin. Jimmy, how you doing? Pretty good. You know, a little tired, relaxed, but uh, yeah, not bad. (laughs) That's good. And also uh, via Skype, everyone. Is via Skype, but me, uh, Tim Nazanin. Tim, what's up? How's it going? Pretty uh, conference plays started, so it's it's like a new year, new season. It's true. I already forgot about non-conference play. Yeah, it never happened. That didn't happen in my eyes. And yeah. also, then our third co-host, Evan Rammel, who's currently eating dry chicken. Evan, what's going on? Just enjoying this chicken, <laughs> relaxing. So everyone's relaxed. Um, that's kind of going to be the theme of the episode today because the Blurs are currently 9-7. and seven. They are 2-1 and one in conference though, but uh, we're recording this the night after a pretty bad loss to Evansville. And um, just to get started, we want to apologize for having such a long break in these episodes. Uh, like we said in the last episode, everyone's got a lot of moving parts, so it was getting hard for us to get together. But now that it's conference play, you can expect a little bit, little bit more. So let's move on. Let's start with the last couple of games. Actually, the entire season games, because I don't think we recorded since the season started. So how are you guys feeling about this season so far? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, will, I, I told you I already forgot about non-conference play. <laughs> All so, right, so... so I'm, I'm, I'm for all that matters. It's the record is two and one right now. That's correct. I mean, we coming in. I mean, those first couple games when they're flying around and dunking and all that. It's like, oh my god, we're gonna roll. And then I, you know, there was a little bit of a reality check there where I was like, okay. And I think we're seeing a lot of those like kind of growing pains, which I think we were kind of oblivious to coming into the season, but. Um, I mean, it's, it's clearly just kind of a work in progress a person. That's what I think, but yeah. And some nights they seem to all gel pretty well. I mean, losing Ingram and Richardson was always going to be a factor in this season, but I think some games it shows more than others, especially when Custer and Towns get cold. It's a super young team. I mean, if you really think about it, what we have two seniors and our third best player or our best player is a sophomore. So, I mean, this is, it's, it's a long-term project in my eyes. Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, I think it all comes down to the offense. Like I think our defense is still pretty solid. I mean, sometimes we'll leave guys open, but the offense, it just seems to be like feast or famine this year. And it's, it can be like, I think I said to you guys, it's either incredibly exciting or incredibly maddening to watch. It just gets frustrating in games like last night against Evansville. Yeah. And and I think I I have a theory, a little conspiracy theory, if you will. Um, Okay. I think this is Northwestern's fault. Oh. 
Okay. Explain. So let me, let me explain it. So Northwestern makes the tournament. What was it? Two years ago. And they were the darling of the city, the region, the state. And then the year afterwards, they had a kind of a dud season and everybody forgot about them. Didn't talk about them. Loyola makes a historic run, way better run than Northwestern ever would ever imagine. And they get super jealous. So I think Northwestern is into some witchcraft. And they are conjuring up some sort of spell. And they, I, I think Loyola is under a witch's spell. That's, that's, I think, how you explain the whole entire season. And it's Northwestern's fault. So they got a and witch. I think so. I think, you know, those students could be witches, I think. I think it's a, probably a Harry Potter-type school. Yeah, they probably Actually, play a lot of Quidditch. Well, as a as a former student of Northwestern, Tim, do you have any insight on those students? <laughs> I just I, I shouldn't be saying that. But <laughs> I yes. <laughs> Tim got his MBA at Northwestern. We've kind of refrained from saying that on the podcast, but Jimmy kind of blew it wide open there. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just ruin my credibility. I'm half witch, okay? <laughs> half witch. Well, we're not even going to touch law school, no. but moving on. So you think it's a you think it's a witch's curse, Evan? What do you think about that? I mean, I'm glad we have Sister Jean. She can pray our way out of this. I think we just got to let her know. That's a good point. Should should we do a quick uh, Sister Jean hear our prayer? Wow, we might have to. We haven't done we that. All right, so I'll start it out, and you guys know how it goes. So. Um, to start, may the Northwestern Witch's curse wear off now that we have started conference prayer. Sister Jean, hear our prayer. Sister Jean, hear our prayer. I think it went perfectly. <laughs> but she'll get us out of this, I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah, that's a great call. <laughs> she'll pray the way of the witch's curse. <laughs> Nothing to do with the team. Just let Sister Jean handle this one. Good call. What do you guys think of how the team is gelling? Like I said earlier, like some games it seems like they're on fire. Other games it's not. Like what do you contribute to that? It, it seems like when Custer is not shooting well, nothing's going well. Yeah, that's a good point. And like when he gets cold, it feels like the entire team cannot make a shot then either. And I remember from last season where if one person didn't step up, there was always somebody else that stepped up. And there was there was always one person. It was always random, but there was always that one person that kind of stepped up and held it all together. And this year it just seems like when one person does, like the three best players that don't, nobody else really kind of steps up. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And I feel like there has been flashes of that, like when Ubach had that big game and Towns, you know, has had a few of them this year. But overall, I think we're going to need to see more of that. But kind of getting into the big three like you were discussing, how do you guys feel about Cam Crudwick's season so far? I feel, I feel like it, it started off a little slow. Like they weren't getting, getting him the ball enough. Then, and then he like didn't miss a shot for like three games. I don't know. I, I feel like it's been up and down personally, but I'm surprised that he hasn't developed like a face up jumper. 
like yeah. from the corner, like from the elbow or something like that. It's all like just backing in. I mean, he's amazing at that, and you know, he's super skilled at that. But like, I would like to see him develop some sort of mid-range jumper and just to have another thing in his arsenal. Yeah, well, I mean, because now what the entire NCAA, the entire conference has a year of him backing down people on tape, right? So they know yeah. what he's going to yeah. do. And if he's got nothing else to go to, it's just kind of, all right, they're going to feed him down low. He's going to back this guy down and you know do his lefty hook or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, and then we're, we're not shooting it well enough from the outside, so it puts a lot of pressure on him because they can kind of drop down to him since no one's hitting shots. I want to see yeah, I mean, the three. That, <laughs> dude, I love that idea. Just have Crudwigs space the floor. Why not? Threes. Yeah, it's the new, new form of basketball. Who was that guy in Pitt? Like Kevin Pitsnoggle? He used to rain threes. He was like, what was that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we think he was. White trash. Yeah. <laughs> He just well, no, but I think you, Evan, I think you touched on a good point is like, I think we were one of the most efficient, one of the highest shooting, like three point teams all of last year. And it's just, I think they're shooting 8% lower this year. Like they're just, it's the three point just isn't there for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, guys like Cooper, uh, Kefis and Ugwak should, you know, be stepping sometimes more into those threes. A lot of times they look to dish it when they have like a second open, whereas, you know, a more experienced guy like Custer doesn't seem to do or that. Sk- or Skokna. True. Well, okay. Your favorite <laughs> <Right>. player. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that's, I mean, you're, it's also coming back to like what you said about, or what Tim said about it, it being like a young team. Yeah. Maybe they're a little timid on taking those shots to like dish it to Towns or Custer when they might have a you know a split second open window there. They should just fire it. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think you know as the season goes on, we'll see more of that because you know it's a growing experience for these guys, and we're positive guys now, so we're always looking for the positives, you know. And I think you know Williamson being out um, mm-hmm. has really hurt kind of what you were talking about about the gelling. Yeah. Um, I think once he's back, I think I see him stepping up as that fourth guy that, you know, say if either Custer or Towns has an off night, he's the one that should step up and be the go-to guy. Yeah, that's a good point. And no one's really been talking about that. That was a big loss. I mean, did he, how many games did he play this season? I know he played last night, but that was his first game back. It's been like three games. He came off the bench too last night. I think. I don't yeah. Think he started. No, I don't think he did either. But like he really came into his own last season when Richardson was out with that broken hand and really got amazing experience and you know played great. And um, I think we were waiting for somebody else to do that while he was out, and I don't think that happened. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So. We're coming up on the ISU game, uh, big conference game, in-state rival. How are you guys feeling? We'll all be there on Saturday. I, f- I mean, I, f- I feel good. I think they uh, – Who in the preseason stuff, did, did they say – was it SIU that was probably going to be our biggest competition? No, it was ISU, but they've just – Was it been, ISU? They've yeah, just kind they've of just been duds. Yeah. I mean – 
I, I'm still feeling pretty confident. I mean, like within the Missouri Valley overall, and confident going into this game. Um, but I still think we're one of the top two or three teams in the conference. I think we should still roll, but I mean, I don't... It's just, what's just, confusing for me, what's confusing to me is like, you know, we start off conference play 2-0, and and we're like rolling these teams, and where it looks like, you know, we turned a page, and then you have an Evansville-type game where we lose by 20-something. And you're like, well, what? which team is it? Like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It, which team is going to show up on Saturday? Yeah, and you know, I think, we're, I think we're going to, you know, hopefully see the team that we saw the first two games of conference play. But it all it all comes down to you know what players step up to on Saturday. So we'll have to wait and see. But going into that, um, I kind of want to get into a segment. It's called Porter's Rocket. It's a play on our friends Porter's Jacket at Porter's Jacket on Twitter. And what Porter's Rocket is, is that we are all going to go around and say a young player, uh, we can have the same player because there's not going to be that many, that Porter Moser should strap a rocket to and, you know, play more. So who do you guys think that is? (laughs) Strap a rocket (laughs) (laughs) I was like, kick him off the team. (laughs) Shoot him to the moon. Shoot him to the moon. (laughs) No, shoot him on more playing time. Shoot him into the starting lineup. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Strap a rocket to his back. Let that. Let him just go off. Yeah. <laughs> it it makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go first. I think it's definitely got to be Skokna. We're we are next you're ridiculous. <laughs> Can't. I swear. <laughs> Jimmy or Tim, do you guys have anyone? Um, I, I for some reason I really like Christian Negron's game. Yeah, I, don't know yeah. I, I some of those lineups when I feel like he can be almost or develop into like an Andre Jackson type player. I think he just needs to play a little bit more to develop that now that he's not injured. And I think yeah, and I completely agree with Jim because it's like why are we playing four guards that? You know, we're not shooting well, so we don't have that same kind of arsenal that we had last year that we could do that one big guy with the four guards. Let's just try out two big men, get some size in there. We finally have size. Like, Loyola historically has never had, like, a guy over six foot eight, and now we have, like, Frank the Tank, we have Cam, we have Negron. Like, let's start like having an actual front court and seeing what happens. I mean, what else do we have to lose? Yeah, I like that idea a lot. Just like, you know, instead of playing, like you said, four outside guys, start with, you know, Negron in the game with Crud and just see what happens. Yeah, but um, I think we're just, I mean, Porter has this offense where it's one big guy and, and four guards, which, I mean, I, I think with Williamson back, he can now, I think, We'll take that Dante Ingram role and play that stretch four almost. Because you know, if you look at his stats, he'll like he'll grab like eight, nine rebounds a game if he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just needs to you know kind of develop what uh, Cam has down low with shooting. Yeah, I almost I almost think we should take Ugwak out of the starting lineup and and just keep Capefis in there with Williamson or something. Um, 
I don't know. I just thought, I'm not sure on who block I think of the mo- of the player, especially when Williamson gets back. They kind of have similar ish games. Yeah, I think Ubach was starting in his spot, so we'll see what happens on Saturday. But you know, I I still have yeah, faith Mike, in Ubach. Mike, who, Mike, who would you like to strap a rocket to? <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by this segment. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Ubach. I, I think he, you know, he's super athletic. You've seen some of the alley oops he's done this year and dunks. Like he can get to the hoop. He can do. Uh, pretty amazing things on offense, just driving-wise. And his defense, you know, needs a little bit of work, but he's so quick and athletic that he does sometimes get to a guy that he loses. So I still have faith in him. I think going forward we'll see more out of him. Like, you know, he's had a couple of good games and a couple just okay games. So we'll see what happens. Is there anybody else you think? I mean, he's pretty consistent on the starting lineup. Do you think anybody else from the bench – I mean, I, I was going to say Negron, too. I thought that was a great pick, Jimmy. Well, thanks, Mike. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, man. All right, so let's move into um, another segment. Um, yeah, I'm all full of segments today. Um, this one's called a Blur or Blah. So <laughs> we're going to say Blur or Blah for something. So Blur means it's good. Blah means it's bad. So let's just start with uh, something simple like Porter's jacket selection this season. Would you guys say it's a blur or a blah? It's definitely a blur. Is it blur? What do you What do you doing? Yeah, you know when I'm, I'd like to just say that when I sit in a meeting at work, I go, you know, that's so blur. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Make it catch on. I think we need to move on, and I may cut this. <laughs> yeah, we'll cancel that segment. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> all right, so, so talking about the game on Saturday, uh, last episode, which maybe seems like a while ago, wasn't that long ago, we discussed tailgating before every Blurs game, and guess what Loyola is hosting before the ISU game this week? A tailgate. So, did we do it again, or did we do it again? I think we did it again. I think just to make sure, we should make up another idea, like a bingo game. Like, they'll just, we should host bingo, and see if Loyola takes that idea. And if they do, then we for sure know they're taking our ideas. Oh, that's a good point. Take, like, a really bad idea, like bingo, and then if they pick it up, then we'll know. (laughs) You think that's a bad idea? I was hoping it'd be more sports-related, but, you know... (laughs) We're old now. Wow, it, it you know it. It'd be a real shame if next game they gave all season ticket holders Wolfden access. Hmm. Ooh, that is a great idea. That'd be a real shame if they did that. By the way, I mean, we just want some credit from Loyola. Yeah, you know that's all we want. Just Wolfden access, and then you know, like a banner or something, we'll be good. <laughs> you want to put a banner in your apartment? No, in the stadium. In the stadium. Oh, genteel. You thought I wanted like a Final Four banner in my apartment? That's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, all right. Well, you know, she got the room. (laughs) You should sell those. Yeah, I'd buy a Final Four banner. Yeah, they should sell those. All right, if they start selling a Final Four banner, we know. Yes, I like a Final Four, but it's a blanket. 
It's a banner, but it's a blanket. That's yeah. a great idea. What is okay? All right. <laughs> what amazing? Yeah. I drape myself in it just every day. That's I'd be cozy. You're going to bring, bring a blanket to the game. Okay. Yeah. So it's either to each to each their own. <laughs> By the way, I do not want to sit next to you if you have a blanket I was on your just lap. Say it. Yeah. All right. If you get chilly, then I am not going to share my final four blanket with you. Yeah, it's always so cold and genteel. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of you know genteel, it's another sellout on Saturday. Um, we'll all be there, so come up and say hi to us if you know who we are. Um, but hot, it, I'll at, be with the blankets. Yeah, Tim will be the blankets. guy with the blankets. <laughs> and if anyone comes up and says hi and you have wolves down access, please let us in. <laughs> They're not going to let us in. There's like a wanted port poster of us. Oh, and, up and, on the wolves and this is the down. first game of 2019. Oh, Remember yeah. what happened last year? Yep. Beer disappeared. Oh, oh There's yeah. no beer at this oh, game. Point. Oh my god! Man. I just it just popped in my head when I thought about wolves. Then I go, but we don't need it because we have beer this year. And then I remembered. Oh my god! Wow, that is a shooting up the anxiety. Yeah, that just put a Jeez. negative spin on everything. You're telling me I might have to go to Bruno's and buy a pint? <laughs> no one's ever we done might that. Have to. No one's ever done nope. that. No, nope. yeah, that's a, Jim. That's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Come on, Jim. <laughs> no, but um, hopefully there'll still be beer sales there, and um, hope Gentile's rocking on Saturday. That should it be, will be. Yeah, it will be. That's a good point. It's the greatest sports stadium in Chicago. Yeah. Now that the Bulls aren't sports doing Maggie. anything and the Bears lost, it's all Gentile. Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Tim. <laughs> All right, so I think that may wrap it up for this episode. Um, we are going to do one more segment before we go. Um, as we said in the last episode, Jimmy recently became a dad, and he's been texting us some um, dad jokes. So uh, we thought it'd be good for him to ev- end every episode with a dad joke of the week. And Every th- episode. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> I didn't tell you that part. <laughs> this one goes. <laughs> We will give him a weekly uh, segment. <laughs> All right, well, I'm 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 penciling you in for the whole season. <laughs> I would like so to. Two more episodes. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, that's a good point. At this rate, we'll have two more. <laughs> yeah, the way we're running recently. <laughs> and Jimmy, I'd like it if this dad joke uh, can relate to the blur somehow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Really put me on the spot here, Mike. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I think I came up with one earlier. That was pretty good. What is the general's favorite food? I don't know. What is the general's favorite food? Custard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim, now you see why that's going to be on every episode with magic like that. I'm shaking, I'm shaking my head. I am SMHing right now. <laughs> it's got to be a dad joke, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Do you ever really laugh at a dad joke? No. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's true. I take that back. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Anything? But you also do SMH for dad jokes, so. Yeah, you do both. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. All right, that's fine. True. By the way, can you stop saying SMH? Why? It's like someone saying LOL out loud. Everyone says SMH. You're the first person I've ever heard say it. <laughs> I'm a big SMH guy. Yeah. Just SMH. Oh, I'm, I'm cringing just saying it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold to it. I'm gonna keep saying it. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna try to make that catch on, and also blur blah, if we keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I think that'll wrap it up for today. Anything final you guys want to say? No, this was this was a blur episode. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Saturday, personally. So, uh, go Blurs. Yeah, go Blurs. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully it's less than uh, two months. All right, see ya. Sometimes I grow so tired.